Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. And as the parent of someone who is going to be one on Friday, I can't tell you how many gifts we have gotten over the course of the last year and a half that we'll never use. Uh, Things that we are going to have to donate, give away, or in some cases throw away, which in some cases we have never opened. And I hate doing that, and my wife hates doing it, and and Carmine, to the extent that he is able to express dislike about anything, he doesn't seem to really enjoy doing it. But there's one gift that I always really treasure, and that's when People have sent us books, and we've been very, very blessed to have a broad collection of children's books. We've bought him a bunch, and a bunch of people have gifted him books. In fact, at uh, my wife's baby shower, instead of, uh, instead of a gift, we asked everybody to bring one of their favorite children's books, and now he has just a phenomenal library. So I've become quite a student of what makes a good children's book and what makes a bad children's book, and you would be shocked at the amount of variety there is in terms of children's literature. Such wide disparities in the quality of the illustration, the quality of the story, the lessons that children can learn from the story. And I came across a book last week that was just tailor-made for my son. His mother is a journalist, and uh, obviously I'm very fond of uh, the news business as well. And we came across this book called Eva the Kid Reporter, all about a little girl. Now, I don't have a little girl, but, you know, who knows? One day maybe he'll become a little girl or we'll have a little girl of her own. All about a little girl who asks a lot of questions, which reminded myself of me as a young person and her aspirations of one day being a reporter. And it just so happens that uh, the author of Eva the Kid Reporter is not only a distinguished author and a former journalist in her own right, she is the daughter of a legendary broadcast journalist, a very close friend of mine for 20 years, and a colleague of mine at WABC. I am very, very pleased to welcome Courtney Carter de Jesus, the author of Eva the Kid Reporter. Courtney, thanks so much for joining me on the radio. Congratulations on the new book. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so glad that Carmine liked it. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Happy early Thanksgiving to you and the family, and happy early birthday to Carmine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you on all. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. So we did read this uh, book again yesterday for for the second time, and the second time Carmine seemed to enjoy it even more because he kind of got the impression that he was not supposed to try to eat or lick the pages, but instead look at the pictures (laughs) and listen to me read to him. But uh, obviously you were the daughter of a journalist. I have to think that probably influenced your own choice of career to go into the broadcast medium. Is that fair to say? Yes. Well, first of all, I'm glad that Carmine found the book not only entertaining, but very tasty because (laughs) I have a year and a half um, uh, daughter at home and she does the same thing. So she she likes to look at the words, but she likes to also, you know, just experiment with it. It's what they do at that age. Um, But yes. So as being that you're a colleague of my father's, you know, his background, his history, and it definitely influenced me and influenced the book. 
My father put a microphone in my hand when I was around five or six years old. I'd run around with him at City Hall and to various parties and political events, national conventions in terms of politics. We traveled together as a family. And so journalism has always been in my life since day one. Well, that's wonderful. By the way, how many uh, political conventions did you end up going to as a child? I honestly can't even remember. There were there were a lot. Um, I didn't count on one hand because I was remembering the experiences as a little girl. Seeing all of those things and seeing the different cities was amazing. Um, it, it was surreal, and so I got to see it up close with my father, Dominic Carter, that you guys you know listen to here. As you said, he's a legendary uh, broadcast journalist, and he definitely inspired me and Eva's adventures because as a journalist, you know, every day is different. No day is the same. So if you are a curious person and you love to, to learn about people in the world, it's a profession for you. When did you know this was something that you wanted to pursue? Well, I think it gets from, you know, seeing my, my father um, and his travels. He traveled to Japan and South Africa you know, uh, doing work and just got to meet really cool, interesting people, got to change a lot of lives and change uh, laws and just saw what he was doing. And so as I got older, um, my only interest was getting into Syracuse University, which, as you know, has a great uh, journalism program. I went to the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications. And so I also loved to write when I was younger, and it was just a natural fit. I, I loved uh, learning about people, and I loved writing, and seeing my dad, it just all came together, and I wanted to pursue that career path. So, How about um, your decision to write this book, Eva the Kid Reporter? It's a wonderful book. Uh, the illustrations are by Patricia Braga, but it's a, a great story with a great central character. And uh, like I said, even though it's a children's book, I found myself empathizing with, at, at sometimes. Eva's uh, circumstances throughout the book and at sometimes her parents' circumstances throughout the book. What made you want to write this? Well, you know, as you know, you're a fellow parent, um, and COVID affected all of us, right, in different ways, everyone in this world. And for me, um, COVID was a time of, of deep reflection, like it was for a lot of people. And so I was actually home with my son, who's now uh, almost 10. But I was home with him during COVID. And to keep ourselves entertained, we read a lot of children's books. And like you said, these children's books have such great messages. There's so many things that you can learn from them, even as an adult reading it to your child. It seems like they're speaking to you, the parent, sometimes. And so we read a lot of books during COVID, and I was at home doing my work in journalism, reporting live from my dining room <laughs> while I was home with my son. And so all of those experiences uh, put the, well, I guess sparked the idea, you would say, uh, in my head of, I should just write my own children's book about this and, and my adventures, because Eva is myself as a little girl, so... That's where that came from. No, that's uh, that's terrific. Uh, the book is dedicated to uh, C Carter and Eva. Those are your children, I imagine. Correct, yes. Now, um, the book is all about uh, a little girl who asks a lot of questions, and sometimes her, <laughs> her classmates, sometimes her teacher uh, gives her a little bit of a hard time for asking so many questions, and then 
uh, her dad makes a gift to her of a notebook to write down some of these answers, and she gets to meet a real uh, TV journalist. But I, I really think that children, no matter what their interest, no matter what their personality type, they can probably benefit from this book a great deal. What are you hoping that children take from this? I'm hoping that they understand that you can, A, be whatever you want to be in this world. Um, We can all start out dreaming and aspiring to be something, a baseball player, a journalist, an actor, a doctor, a teacher. And if you believe in yourself, you can get there. And I think most importantly, though, it's about self-esteem, because what Eva doesn't like about herself is her wanting to ask questions are people telling her to be quiet and stop talking so much and stop being so curious and she kind of gets hesitant and wants to change who she is until she realizes that quality is what makes her special so i want children no matter what profession they want to go into or what they like or what hobbies they have to realize that things that they may not like about themselves are usually what make them unique and propel them to be as best as they can be in the future. Well, that's uh, absolutely terrific. Do you envision Eva being a character in future children's books, or is uh, the next one going to feature (laughs) uh, a book about Carter? You know what? I've actually heard this several times from different readers, and I didn't even um, think about that in terms of her future because I was so stuck on, on her present character and getting that out there for the young girls her age and the young boys her age as well. But the readers sparked the idea for me that this may be a series where we're going to see Eva get older and she's going to go to middle school and go to high school and see that happen for the kids and see the progression. But, yes, there will also be another book um, about my son Carter, and he's really into YouTube and social media. So I think it's going to be something about being an influencer, which is a totally new career that wasn't even around, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Well, that's sure. terrific. I'll look forward to reading. Uh, I'll look forward to reading that one as well. Uh, I know you were a journalist out in Rhode Island. Did you intentionally choose to go out of New York because your father was so well established in New York, or did you go out of New York because uh, you felt that it would uh, be easier to start your own journalism career there? Why did you choose to go to Rhode Island? Uh, I think it was both. So I did, you know, as you know, you're a journalist. So uh, in the journalism field, a lot of times you move around sometimes, particularly in broadcast journalism, um, because of the different TV markets that you're getting started in your career and you're younger, trying to get to the bigger markets like New York and Chicago and L.A. Um, But yes, my dad is such a big presence, um, you know, not only locally, but nationally, that it is hard for someone to see me and not see his work and his body of work is so extensive and he's had such a great career for the past 30 years um, that I did want to branch out on my own. Um, Although I will definitely take the association with him any day because he's fantastic at what he does. You know, you know that. Um, as his colleague. Oh, nobody so, better. Nobody better. That's for sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So it's definitely a great legacy to have, but people definitely, when they see me and they hear my name and my last name, it's they hear, you know, my father's last name. Um, it doesn't help that we also look very much alike. So, <laughs> <laughs> like twins. I, I think you're a little prettier than he is. I don't want to. Oh, thank uh, you. I'll I, take that. I don't, I don't wanna... know if. 
I don't, I don't want to slight him in any way, but if people are just tuning in, we're talking with uh, Courtney Carter de Jesus. Uh, she is the author of a new children's book. It's called Eva the Kid Reporter. It's terrific. It's a uh, it's a quick read, and I can honestly say it's the last book I read. So if uh, you want to check it out, it makes a great gift for the holidays. If you know someone with a child or if you know someone who has an inquisitive child or if you know someone who's in- expecting, it's a, a terrific uh, book, Eva the Kid Reporter. Uh, what is the best way for people to get it, Courtney? Is it Amazon, or do you prefer people get it some other way? Yeah, so I have a website, which is evathekidreporter.com. Again, that's evathekidreporter.com. But it was picked up by Walmart and Target and Barnes & Noble and Amazon, which has been fantastic. Um, So if you like to get it there, um, it's also available there. Um, But it is available on my website, evathekidreporter.com. Well, that is absolutely terrific. I see that you have made the transition, like a lot of journalists have over the years, to instead of covering the news, helping to make and shape the news. And now you're actually working for the treasurer out there in Rhode Island. Tell me a little bit about that transition. Yeah, so it's it's been great. Uh, he's a very intelligent man. The treasurer of Rhode Island is currently um, Seth Magaziner, who's also now the congressman-elect for Rhode Island. Oh, are you uh, going to be uh, going with him to the congressional office, or are you staying with the treasurer's office? Or do you, do oh, you... you're, try- you're, you're trying to get the exclusive. There you go. <laughs> I will definitely let people know know soon uh, what what I am doing. But that was a good one there, though. You almost got me. Um. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's great uh, to him and Thank to you. you. That's wonderful. Uh, that that that's wonderful. Do you miss rec- um, covering the news? And do you think that you might ever go back? You know, never say never, right? I think uh, journalism is very addictive uh, uh, because I just feel like you get to see so much and do so much and be in so many different places. Um, Right now, you know, I'm focused on politics. I've always loved politics. I think it was just being in that political arena since I was little. Um, And there's also a lot of things that you can do in politics to help people and change lives. So that's that's what I'm doing now. It's where I'm at now. But I never say never to going back into reporting. Well, that's absolutely uh, terrific. People can check out the book, EvaTheKidReporter.com. How old were you, Courtney, when you realized that your father was either famous or well-known, however you want to describe it? How old were you? <laughs> um, I would say about... Um, Six, seven, we would go to stores or go to the post office or just, you know, run errands and people would, would point or they come up to him and, and want to have long conversations and ask him about, you know, the stories he's reported and ask him about his politics. And I was just wondering why everyone wanted to talk to my dad, you know, <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you do, dad? You're just, you're just my dad. Um, and so I would say about Eva's age, actually in the book, which is about six, seven, I started to realize that. Oh, okay. Well, he does something that makes people want to, you know, ask him questions and talk to him. And I don't know why they pointed to him on the street, but I don't think that's normal. So it was around around that age that I realized something was a little different. Did did having a parent who was a journalist help you avoid any of the rookie mistakes that people generally make when they're starting out in news journalism? And are there any specific examples you could think of? Um, I. I think it did, but at the same time, you know, my father let me be my own person. Um, He's definitely, you know, my biggest cheerleader um, professionally. He was able to kind of give me a a master's degree, you know, Mm. in journalism starting out because I grew up with him. You know, I grew up in the same house and I, and I watched him write scripts. I watched him 
go over and over um, on questions that he would ask people. I watched his, his interview techniques. Um, he really cares about, you know, what he does, and he puts in a lot of work and and into what he does. And my father stays up late into the night since I was a little girl um, doing his work, reading newspapers, sending emails to people. So I got to see that it wasn't just what people see on the radio and on TV. Mm. They see the final product when they listen to you, mm, but they don't see all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes every day. Well said, and I, I'm sure that's uh, equally true, if not more so, in uh, in writing a book. Can't recommend the book enough. Uh, its author is Courtney Carter de Jesus. The book is Eva the Kid Reporter. Check out the website evathekidreporter.com. Courtney, it's uh, great to talk with you, and uh, good luck with the book. We'll look forward to the next one. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. If you want to comment on any portion of our discussion, you're welcome to give me a call, 800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight.